Hey guys, welcome back to IRL Podcast. It's your girl, Rosa Danielle here. And Irene. And today we have a very special guest. Her name is Evan Hargrave. Say hi. Hi. Looking hi. forward to chatting with you all today. Extra <laughs> exciting. Good to hear it. So I guess we should start off by like you introducing yourself and telling us a bit about you and what you do and things as, as such. Um, Let the okay. listeners know. I hate it when people say, tell us like about yourself, tell us what you do, <laughs> but I'll just dive in. My name's Evan Hargrave. Um, mm-hmm. I'm passionate about journalism, always have been since I was 16. And it seems to be the path that I have followed for most of my life when it comes mm-hmm. to career and education. And I recently decided to take the plunge and start up my own blog this mm-hmm. year that I'm looking to hopefully expand and I'm looking for more I wouldn't say, I'm not going to say just female writers, but writers in general that enjoy telling their own personal stories because I love personal stories and I don't know, just different types of things I'm looking for. But I decided to give myself a chance because I always doubted myself as an editor. Yeah. And I don't know if you can, you understand that feeling, Rosie. No, absolutely. I get it too. Sorry. Look at me. You're talking to Rosie. Yeah, I get it too. Go on. <laughs> I always, always doubted myself as an editor and I always held myself back. And my sister gave me like the push this year oh. to, you know, show off some more of my work. And I had like a hard personal, hard, like tough life personal situation come up mm-hmm. to do with like racial discrimination. I'm, talk- I'm sure we'll talk about BLM later and some virtual signaling, but it just gave me that push to, to post up my first, I think it was like 5,000 words, 12 page, just anger. Just oh anger. my life. Had to get it out, had to get it out. But yeah, I'm passionate about women's stories, women's voices, that's kind of the path I'm seeking to go on right now. And I'm a big chatty patty, I love to talk, so I'm happy to be a guest today. Yeah, you're not alone. I'm a chatty patty. I think out of the two of us, I'm the person who chats the most, to be honest. Yeah, I just, and so, I just believe about you into it. And a little background <laughs> with all of this is Evan and I both went to uni together. So that's mm-hmm. how we know the course and everything. So it's great to see oh, your face okay. again. Have a wee chat. Lovely to see your face. Well, when was the last time you guys seen each other? Black girl, black girl journal group on WhatsApp. God. <laughs> you had a black girl journal group. What did fantastic. you guys talk about? Like, Absolutely what was it fantastic. for? Just to like share work and like, mm. I don't know, keep up to date with everything, lectures and stuff. On our course, we all of the black people just came together. Just to together. I, it's just a natural thing because there weren't that many of us. There wasn't. There was maybe like five or six. So it was just natural kind of like, you know, same banter, same level. And you just have so much more in common. So it's like, you know what? Hey guys, what's up? It's just so easy. Yeah. It was the first time in my life where I've had all black friends. Mm-hmm. So it was nice. Really? Yeah, it was nice <laughs> for me. First time. Was, <laughs> I grew up in Hertfordshire in London. London for the first okay. six years of my life and then Hertfordshire. So it was the first yeah. time I had like, a group of all black girls. And it was really yeah, nice. That makes sense. <laughs> me and, um, oh my gosh, me and Annabelle, I remember we once came in dressed the exact same. Do you remember that? <gasps> There's a picture on Twitter somewhere, me and Annabelle in the exact same bomber jacket, similar looking bag, skinny jeans. Oh my boots. God. You, because you guys had almost similar dress senses in like certain instances. So then you, that made, <laughs> that was Amazing. funny. That was funny. So like, I'm guessing Abigail was like another girl in your course that you were Annabelle. all friends with. And, oh, uh, Annabelle. Yeah, 
Annie. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to Annabelle's lashes. Woo, plug, yeah. plug, plug. <laughs> plug, plug, yes. Annie and her lashes. <laughs> so what do you write on your blog now? Because you have a blog, right? So what, what are the kind of things that you speak about on your blog? I love to talk about sex. Yes. <laughs> yes. Baby, let's talk about you and me. I really enjoy talking about taboo topics. Yes, um, absolutely. And I enjoy the shock factor. factor the shock yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen how I promote my stories, but some of the pictures, it was someone touching themselves in their part mm. with a giraffe. I just like. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just a bit <laughs> Their part was a giraffe, and he was like, like. <laughs> um, I don't know. I like my last article was on OnlyFans, and okay. I don't know if you saw during quarantine, everyone and their mum has OnlyFans now. Yes, Everyone's yes, everyone and their mum, aunties, uncles, brothers, sisters, cousins, twice removed, has an OnlyFans. Absolutely. And so, what did you write about on OnlyFans? Like, um, is it the fact that everyone has one? Is it the fact that? Like what is like to be fair? What is OnlyFans? OnlyFans is a I would call it a private private social media platform, okay. and people say you don't have to just upload adult content, but mm-hmm. it's it's like it brings you the girl next door. And I know it sounds weird, but we all want to see people that we know naked in a weird way. If you find in out some, someone's way. got news and it's going around, oh, you, you'd want to see. <laughs> you're gonna look. You'd want to so, see it, yeah. <laughs> So with OnlyFans, it's like, if you're, I don't even say you have to be good looking because you can sell big pits on pictures on there. There is a market for everyone to sell themselves. If you have a large enough platform and you um, promote yourself well, Twitter's one of the only apps that allows like sexual content. Like mm. if, you, if you go on El Badders, he's a, a gay man who's black, who wears a, a face mask covering and he gives head to only road men. I'll send you his link after this. Sorry, oh, what? There's no nice. videos of Sorry? him giving noddy. Yes. And um, the road men come, he uploads the messages. They say that their girlfriends are not doing it correctly. And how he Oh my God, I it. saw this on Twitter. Yes. I saw this on Twitter. Oh my gosh. So there's a market for everyone. Gay, straight, doesn't matter what your sexuality. It doesn't really matter what you look like. He doesn't accept payment from these guys. How he earns his money is them agreeing to be on his OnlyFans because people like to watch him and them face covered like the hoodest boy of London, Manchester, anywhere. Because he tra- he does like tours of the country, so he'll go up to Birmingham. <laughs> he gets flew out. Oh my El Badders, El Badders. Yeah, he's up oh king. But I just found it super interesting. I was like, everyone is, you can earn. When I was seeing how much people were earning, Wait, how much are people oh, yeah. earning? How much are people they earning? People can earn. One woman, there's a documentary on BBC Three that I watched during right. quarantine. And I was obviously seeing all of these celebrities uploading um, their links for OnlyFans. And I was like, everyone's jumping on it. One of the girls on the documentary I saw was earning something like 30K, was it a week or a month? And it was growing and growing and growing. a week slash month. Yeah. It's actually mental. We were having this conversation. I was having this conversation with a few lads. And they were talking about the fact that they were like, you know what, if we can find a girl or someone who's willing to do this and just like start doing it. Because like most of the time, from what I've seen is that people are like, oh, here's my OnlyFans. And then all they do is simply post, let's say, they'll try to tease them with just like a picture with like a duck. And then by the time they post on their OnlyFans, it's literally just bubbles in front of them. So they yes. don't actually have to post anything. 
But you've already Sorry? gone on and, you've, and they're already making money. Hold on. I, I want to go back to the, you to can the, be a the amount of and money. Scam these dudes. You can, you can scam these I want I to go back to the amount of money that people are making. So how does this work? Do, if I want to view something, is it? do you set the amount and I just pay it to watch it? Or is it like so set amount? What's the typical amount? It's kind of like you'll have, it's a subscription, but you'll have a normal feed of stuff that you're just posting up for your fans. It may be a little okay. fun snap clothes on whatever but they can pay you extra and request you to do things okay so they can request say like oh uh write your name on my boobs or something like that okay and, and then pay they pay extra pounds. for that and you can say yes or no to these requests and that's how you're getting extra and they'll send you the content one woman um that i done research on because i love to research team journal um she, said <laughs> she was so backed up with requests that she was giving mm -hmm. out free content to make up for because she felt like she was being so unpunctual she had that many requests that she had to give up free content to feel like i cannot believe my ears i'm learning also, so much about only fans you have to like it sounds so positive and it sounds so easy to do but you have to think about the future consequences of your career mm -hmm. i see because yeah. there was a OnlyFans leak, I think it was last year, where somebody had hacked OnlyFans, because it mm. wasn't that safe, and had organised all of the content into alphabetical order via username. So you could go on and search and see and watch all of this leaked stuff. Oh my God. How easy is it going to be for you to have a job in the future if your boss, if you're like a big OnlyFans person and your boss has seen your insights? Like, I just have to yeah. be real. Like, how easy is it going to be? But do you have to be like verified to have an OnlyFans account? Like, can you just be like any person just for randomly making? That's the issue. Underage girls have been making accounts. Yeah, exactly. Underage like, girls have been making accounts. I think this is one of the debates that we were having regarding OnlyFans. As you said, with regards to your future career. I mean, like, obviously, it can just be something as basic as you're really interested in collecting stamps. I don't know. And then you create that just for those people, whatever. But I feel like it has become so popularized because it's, it's usually, you know, news, naked content. So it's a bit, it, it's one of those debates where you're a bit like, is it something that you would risk? Because the amount of money you can make from it is crazy. So would you want to risk what could potentially happen in your career later on? Or are you just, can you just enjoy your yourself? Because like, it's one of those things where the debate was like, in Americans are so much more free about how they how they portray themselves. They can shake their ass and blah, or whatever they want to do on <laughs> socials. Whereas Brits are a lot more, you know, conservative. A lot more conservative about all of this, and you have to really can tiptoe around little things like this because, like, the amount of people that get dragged, is this okay? Because you know what, I want to make this amount of money, and I don't care. Or are you, would you be a bit worried about what happen in future? What are your thoughts on? OnlyFans in general. Is this something you would ever consider yourself? Mm. Would a guy date a girl with OnlyFans? Would you date a boy with OnlyFans? Like it can mess up your relationship life as well. Mm. It can make you, even though you may not be that kind of way, it just can. It can have yeah. so many. Just I'm not going to say negative effects, but knock-on effects in your in your life. Yeah, there are couples that do do it together, and there are men oh. that will champion their women to skin out. I'm joking. I'm so extra. Not skin out. <laughs> and they'll be filming the content and you know uploading, and you can make content together. Like people are on Pornhub now and are making their coin couples and, and doing faceless stuff and amateur and set up yourself at home. Mm -hmm. 
especially with quarantine, I think a lot of people were um, under a lot of financial stress. So it was like, yeah. what's a quick way to make money? Yeah. Yeah. And technology now is moving so it's quicker than it than it's that it is with our value. So we're catching up. So this mm. is like a new way to make money. This is a new way. It's like a different type of YouTuber in a way, how you get your money. But it's just more it's more sexual content. Yeah. And consequences really. Yes. If, if yeah, you, you said it's not only sex. So some people are making only fans of like their feet and stuff and just like normal. So could you do that? Would you consider doing that? Well, there are people, I mean, there's always going to be an audience for niche things, you know, for certain fetishes or whatever it is you're interested in. So you can just do a feat fans only, which I, I probably would recommend actually, because technically, <laughs> like hey, if you want to look at my feet, you can, you can look at it. <laughs> enjoy that shit, but roll me my money, isn't it? Well, I guess at the end of the day, depending on what level, what you want to put out there, if you're if you're one of those people who's very indifferent about what could happen, if this is the kind of lifestyle that you want to lead, then go forth and conquer. But if you're, don't think about the here and now. Sometimes and think about later down the line, my relationships, my career, my work, job, my family, all of this. Is it going to be worth it in the long run? Oh, actually, do you know what? Speaking of this, so a debate that we did have was, do you think, let's say. So, Someone mentioned that if you created an OnlyFans, you know, with for the nudes and everything, they said that some parents wouldn't care as long as they're getting money from yeah. from what you're making. Do you believe that, or do you feel like I can't? I know have it's my true. I know it's true because I heard that Trisha Paytas. I'm not going to go into too many details, but her mum was involved in some of her videos. I heard that a mother and daughter were getting their coin online. Yeah, and a lot of parents, like I've seen other documentaries on like cam girls and stuff, and a lot of parents would, I'd rather my daughter do that at home in the, like, the safety of her own bedroom than go outside and possibly get in, harm herself. And mm. some parents are really open-minded in yeah. that way. Wasn't it Steven Spielberg's daughter, um, adopted daughter that has, now has an OnlyFans and is an adult star? Because I've seen that in... What's his name? The guy from Matrix, Matrix Lawrence Fishburne? His daughter's a porn yes, star. His daughter's a, a porn star as well. So I mean, yeah. So like, it's being a porn star and OnlyFans is like safer than obviously being a prostitute and things and such. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. It is. I saw. What was I going to say? I saw something when you were saying something earlier. I was like, oh my gosh, I saw that. I I found a guy. I was on Facebook. This must have been two weeks ago, and he mm -hmm. was advertising his OnlyFans. It was a, a a black guy from America doing it, and this boy, the way that he moves his tongue and his neck like in his so videos he was? women like i have to send you i'm gonna say you have to remind me to send you the link to this okay, and okay. To El Badders afterwards this guy if you look in the comments women are yes daddy i'm here for it daddy there's a lot of thirsty women that are paying <laughs> for this and someone mentioned in the comments who is his partner his partner is his manager oh. another black woman who manages him and he's also like an exotic male entertainer and he's okay. getting coins online extremely muscular and he just can set up a video in the shower and a 10 second clip of him washing down his abs or pouring milk on himself and <laughs> gang 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 and he's also <laughs> i saw um he's been on podcasts as well with natalie nunn he's quite like a big not a big celebrity but he's a well-known male entertainer yeah 
Dude, I wouldn't mind doing, doing that. If I just had abs and no titties, I yeah. wouldn't mind just posting a little, oh, me pour some water. If I just had abs and no titties, I'm done. Would you date a guy with only fans? Oh, now you see about that. Would you date a guy with an only fans? Okay. Mm. Herein lies the big question, the million dollar, million pound question. If I didn't know. <laughs> Yeah, but when, when we say date, we're not talking where... like official, like trying to be my man, father of my children, just like a yeah. guy would be yeah. saying. Yeah, fine. That's fine by me. I don't know. I definitely can see a guy that with no I think, I think it depends. He's just trying to make his coins. It's hard out here for a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I don't, I don't know. know. I have to, I think it's one of those things where I have to be, I have to wait to be put into that situation. Because what if you meet someone and you really like them and this is how they earn their money? And it's not like they're going out and hooking up with people. It's just all But there is footage out there of them being sexual and it'll be there for the yeah. rest of their life. And then you're going to be linked to that at some point. If, if you yeah, well, I know it. I'm not going to be famous. Like, <laughs> I don't mind you link me to it. That's my man. <laughs> I don't know. I think for me, I'm just always very, like, calculative and always thinking, ooh, can't do this because, ooh, I don't know future. Ooh, I don't, like, straight, I'm like, mm, mm, I you know? I think the same. I think the same like that. So it's, maybe it's because you're a journalist as well. It's just, I don't know, just various things like that. We're just very kind of like... Always thinking be... about the past, present and future at the same time. Always. Because you just don't know. And then like, if you're, you don't want your name to be linked to something else that, that's forever going to be out there. Yeah. The yeah. internet is a scary place. It is. Oh my God. It's a very scary place. It's mad, especially with like, you know, with all these resurfaced tweets and various things or whatever it is, things that people have done like 10 years ago. Like, you don't want to be that person. <laughs> Not even that. Before I hopped on this podcast, um, Shane Dawson was trending again. Yes. You know, he's been like oh. a big fan of like blackface. Oh, he is. Um, Jaden Pinkett, no, Jada Pinkett Smith Jada and Jaden yeah. had Smith. called him out for being a paedophile. Yeah, yeah. Was, there was some footage of it. I saw yeah. it earlier. It's what? really bad. Yeah, what footage? I think he was doing like touching himself inappropriately with a poster of um, Willow, oh, and they're a bit like she was eleven. She's eleven or whatever. I think it was some resurfaced video, and it's like, yeah, ooh, it's mm. not. It's not cute. Mm -mm. I have people are saying that he's someone that is uncancelable, even what? if that's a word. Like because he's been called out for blackface and for saying racist words and he used to do blackface literally apparently someone was like he used to do it like every week like he's been called really? out so many times and he's apologized it's kind of like tana mojo whatever her name is monju have you heard yeah. of her yes um, I have. she was calling her black friend elijah the n-word and a cotton picker and things like that and um idubs outed her another white man that loves to say the n-word and he turned yeah. up with one of her things and outed her for a content cop video but she's repented and with all this blm stuff now that's come up over the past like eight weeks yes also a lot of people that are racist are now like black lives matter and it's mm -hmm. actually more irritating to see these people that like jeffrey star i don't want to see you tweet black lives matter because mm. of how you've acted in the past 
to me, it seems like Black Lives Matter a little bit to some of these influencers are kind of, it's just like a trending topic and anything trending they need to speak about, speak on. And also it's like, if you don't speak about Black Lives Matter, it seems like you're against it. So they have to seem like they're a part of it or they support Mm -hmm. it, even if they don't, just because they they don't want that counseling culture to come their way or anything. So it's really not genuine. It's kind of just to like keep themselves looking good because like they know they have Black followers. They know they have like Black audience. And, like, they've done all these, like, racist actions in the past. And I, I know people can change, essentially. And a lot of, like, racism is systemic and because yes. of people's, like, upbringing. However, it's very horrible to see, like, in the past, influencers having done one thing and now it's all like, we, they matter. Um, put money towards their businesses. Do this. And it's like, like, we want to forgive you. However, how genuine is it? Like, we need to see if in like a month or a week or a year or three years or 10 years on the line, are you still supporting black businesses? Do you still care about black people? Do black lives matter then? Then you kind of keep you know, it for now. You you know what, really. Really, what really baffles me sometimes, I know this seems really naive to say, but when it comes to like racism and, and stuff, it's like, okay, it's, it's, I find it really weird when you see people our age or younger being yeah. so racist, and especially when, in my opinion, there is no need for it. Like, let's say their parents or their grandparents or whatever it is, whatever lifestyle that they were going through and whatever, you know, life they were living and whatever was happening at the time. Okay, it was one of those circumstances. But it's, it's a bit like when you see kids that are maybe like 12 or 13 or even 20 and then they're saying, saying A, B, C and D. And I'm a bit like, where are you getting the, like I I like I know it's obviously been brought down from generation to generation, but at the same time I'm a bit like with the kind of with weight life is moment, it's just weird how warped their mind is about um black people in a sense where I'm a bit like, how can you actually say this? Especially when you know they're just regurgitating what they've heard from their grandparents. And it's just a bit like at your age, you should be able to school and teach yourself you know what you're saying because what you're saying doesn't even count for you as a person maybe for like your grandparents whatever they went through but you can't actually but what you're saying right now doesn't make any sense do you understand what i'm trying to say yeah like i feel like some people are so young i think what's the most frustrating thing that i find is because i feel like i'm i hate to say like really multicultural but i have different types of friends from different backgrounds different religions different colors Mm -hmm. different races I struggle to hate people or to be small-minded and ignorant and think yeah. that everyone is the exact same. And I think the worst thing that's, that's come from this whole situation is I see myself as a liberal person. I don't see myself as right-wing, but I can vote in this country, but I've never voted because I just oh, really? sit on the fence too much. And I've always kind of been against cancel culture in a way. I feel like certain people shouldn't be cancelled for such small ridiculous things but when BLM came up it was so easy for me to say that about everything else but when BLM came up I found myself getting really irritated by the likes of Candace Owens and obviously as a journalist it's like you want to push for free speech but it's like I want free speech but I don't want to hear hate speech and I feel like people like Candace Owens yes she has the right to say what she she needs to say but it's Mm. just she's like a black Katie Hopkins she just says things to stir things up, things that mm-hmm. don't need to be said. And I, I, I yeah. was so happy when Katie got cancelled. I put it on my story. I was like, finally. So oh, it's, it's challenging. This whole BLM thing has been, I just literally, I felt like it blew up out of nowhere. 
I had friends messaging me asking me if I was okay, asking Same. how I feel about what's going on. Mm-hmm. And, and then I, I felt like over this past maybe week and a half, like everything had quietened down and I'm like, is it just another trend then? I think that's the issue. I mean, it isn't like, obviously we haven't stopped speaking about it, but it definitely has quietened down. And I feel like that's an issue that sometimes black people, I mean, in my opinion, I feel like black people kind of do this sometimes where, you know, something is such a hype and you're very like, yeah, yeah, let's do this. But then as time goes on, we kind of like not stop caring, but it kind of like whittles a little bit. And instead of like pushing that throttle head on and going, come on, come on, come on, keep on full steam ahead. So it's one of those things where even if it means that we have to start again and keep we going. We have to so start again because we're not have been exposed. exposed. Yeah. Now, we can't be like, oh, okay, the, they're doing these wee little things. Like even in America, they're like painting roads and it's like we don't need that we need you to put these people in jail we need you to pass these laws come on you're not doing enough and they're thinking that oh we're appeasing them it's fine and that might be okay for for some people but it's not and it's one of those things where we need to keep going to keep the momentum going otherwise it's just going to be like oh yeah we did this that should be okay and then that's it done we're saying that people in um england were not racist why did I keep hearing all lives matter? It just shows that there is an issue here. So many people I've, been, I've seen get exposed on Facebook for just saying the most stupid things. And what's this whole monkey thing about? I don't what monkey thing? Because I, my, I had an issue with my ex-housemate. That's what my first article was about. Uh, Iranian Turkish guy exposing Vector Property Group. They're racist people. Just so everyone knows that I say that with my chest. Every <laughs> time. Um, Name and they moved this guy in who was physically gripping me up, calling me a monkey, put bleach in my food, tried to kill me, they moved him upstairs next to me, and then they're putting, posting <laughs> up on their social media, Black Lives Matter. Rodrigo Chenkel, um, the manager, yeah, was posting up Black Lives Matter. And I, was, I exposed him on my story, I was like, you're virtue signaling, Black li- Lives Don't Matter because you don't care about me. You were threatening to sue me for my last month's rent. You were saying, hor- like, do you know what I mean? You defended <laughs> the racist guy. And when I hear now all of this monkey stuff again, and obviously that whole situation happened with me last September, I think to myself, last time I checked, monkeys don't have lips. Black people have full luscious lips. So where's this, where's this connotation coming from? I need to understand. It makes no, no sense. Make no it make sense. sense. It's just uh, weird how we're seen so differently just because of the pigment in our skin that we did not choose. Like, we were all born this way. We all bleed the same. Sorry. We all have bones underneath our skin and muscles. I don't understand. I don't really get it. <laughs> I love being black. So it's like, I why, love being black. Why, where does the anger come from? Why am I supposed to, You're the one that's tanning every day to get this color. You know? I, don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand. And, and then, not to mention the ones that are getting their wee fillers and everything to. For something that I remember in, in school when people tried to say stuff about my, my lips, and I used to be a bit like, mm. what? And now it's like such a thing. Whoa, would you look at that? So what? Now we're we're trending, we're we're a trend. Like well, Yeah, but we're is- always trending. All of our culture and our hairdos and our, our lifestyles and our, our fashion is always trending. It's always they're always taking bits and pieces that they like and altering it, changing Everyone it wants to, to be them black. and like, give it a new name and all of a sudden want a new thing. <laughs> exactly so. they want to be black without the consequences or not consequences but do you, do you get what i'm saying yeah do you think it's different being a black female to being a black male because i do absolutely 
absolutely like that's not even a question it is so different like it's already different being a male to female but a black woman to a black male it is so different we we have never we have we face different issues i've never been stopped and searched like i don't never i've never experienced that and i remember when i lived in west london when i was at ual uh my first year of study um every friday they would have police at north acton station and they would just be randomly like profiling people and picking them out for stop and search and it would always be the black guy with the hoodie on or Mm -hmm. and i would walk through straight through normal normal stuff and who knows i could have had like a whole bag of weed in my bag yeah sniffer dogs are not even picking it up that same thing was at shepherd's bush i don't know if it's still the same now but it's like they fear black men and disregard black women that's literally but also i hate being fetishized for the color i don't know if you've experienced it we were talking about tinder and online dating before we hopped on this this podcast okay yeah me and rosie and i really want to ask you have you experienced that what fetishization yes fetishization I have, I have definitely been speaking to like my Nubian queen, my black chocolate. I've never been with a black girl before. That has happened to me so oh many God. times. Can relate. Can relate. Do you yes. know what? Do you know what? I just remembered. Literally, I was out on this night out, and this drunk guy. I, th- I think he was drunk. He literally came up to me, and then he started trying to touch my hand. He was like, "Oh, the beautiful chocolate queen," and started trying to kiss my hand and try and chat. I was like, "Who the hell are you? What are you doing?" <laughs> And it's really but weird. I have to ask you, Miss Hargraves, are you into Caucasian men, or do you have a preference? Or <laughs> why is she? <laughs> it's just I can't deal with. You're very upfront. I would. Say yes, yes, I, I am. One hundred percent. Very blunt. I am open-minded when it comes to dating. I'm one of these okay. people that my set type is. I don't care what anyone says. Okay, we were talking about the height thing earlier. Six foot and above. I'm, Absolutely, I'm nobody come at me. I don't want to hear it. I don't. I don't want to hear it. That's my Irene, she's five eight. She's allowed. Oh, she's, <laughs> she's excuse allowed. me. That's, that's I don't care. I am five three and proud, and I would still want a man over six foot. Like I'll take five eleven, like maximum. But that's where we stop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As soon as I hear five something, I'm gone. No, all right, left the room. Just six foot right. and above. I'm five foot eight and I like to wear like heels and I like, okay. I can't explain it. I feel like it's a, a biological thing. Like I feel safer with someone that's tall and big and can pick me up. Yes, and absolutely. Me, Every woman does. Exactly. And I just like men think? with long arms. I like men with long arms, long legs, take up space. You know, when they sit down, they take up the whole seat. <laughs> I like that. Like this that. is why I say I love men who are tall. That. I love men who are chunky. I love <laughs> thick men. I love henchmen. I love. I just love men that are big and strong and can take care of me. Can fling me about. Yeah. That's like my preference. You like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you an interracial dater? Because I, I am. I have done. I yeah. No, so I, I have never very- dated interracially. I have kissed two white boys in my life, and that's the only other race besides black that I've ever kissed. This used to be a hot anything. topic. At our lunchtime. Do you remember? This used to be a hot topic at our lunchtime. Was it a hot topic? Do you remember it, Rosie? People I'm not like, Why dating outside your race? You need a Nigerian man. Do you remember people used no. to say that all the time? Oh yes. Oh my. No, 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 no. See, whereas I'm, I'm the same as Evan. Where I'm just open to whatever. It's just as long as like I'm open. Chris you can't help who you find attractive. I am yeah. open. Exactly. Don't get me wrong. I am open. All right. I am very much open to white men, Asian men. I'm open. However, so it's just always been black. Yeah. <laughs> See, my friends are always Sorry, saying to me, "You need to get yourself 
this type of person you need to do you know what i mean why are you dating that type of person but i i don't know i'm so i don't know i just wasn't told not to like what i like and to like different things and i just can't help who i'm attracted to and if the chemistry is right like it's you know you can't fight it honestly do you know what i do have a little confession when i was younger in ireland irene was you were there um, yes. I was convinced I didn't like black men. I was honestly convinced because... Why? Because, okay, so you know, we, we lived in Cavan at the time. That was where our school was. And it was such a small population of black people. I mean, it, it, it wasn't even like it was small, but we knew everybody. And every black guy that was there were kids of my mom's friends. And all of them to me were just stupid boys. They were just annoying, stupid yeah. boys. So I, so I was convinced. I was like, oh, I just don't like black guys because I haven't found any of them that I'm attracted to. So never people are like, ooh, who are you interested in? And then they're like, oh, do you like black guys? And I'm like, no. I, I, I was convinced. I was like, no, I guess I don't. Until I moved here. And then I was like, oh, my God. There's an array of all these men. <laughs> And then I, I think, realized, okay, no, I'm open. <laughs> the most awkward thing is people will say, because you're a certain skin color, it's like you have to always date from your own and you're expected to date from, they'll be like, stick to That's own, because people to want to own. perpetuate black but love London, because they feel like it's not seen enough. However, people should still go for their preferences. Yeah. yeah. In think. London, it's like, I feel like everyone just dates everyone. Like, mm -hmm. and it's not really like people won't look at you. Like, I don't. If I see someone that's like in an interracial relationship walking down the street, I, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. I just not. It's so. It's such a normal thing. It's so normal here. Yeah, mm -hmm. I think to me it is. Like, I can't even believe this. It's still controversial in some ways it, for people. Especially on social media, I honestly, it really boils my, my blood whenever I. You know when you see those posts on socials with these interracial, yeah. racial. I think one of the ones I saw was you remember Quick Queen and Slim. In real life, she's married to, to a white man. She's pregnant. They've just had a kid. And people were like, oh my gosh, she's a sellout. And I'm like, because she loves who she loves. Are you okay? Like, you're really <laughs> mad about someone being in love with somebody else, having a child, having a family together. And what? So what? You want them to only be with the person the same race as them. But yes, what? They'll keep searching, 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 trying to force themselves to like someone when there's someone perfectly fine over here that they already have feelings for why do you care about why who other people are having sex with anyway yeah. <laughs> that's the thing <laughs> that's what i always say why do you care about who people are having are sex they forcing with? you to own? sleep with him no no but yeah people are just i don't know humans are a weird bunch in all fairness have you been on any really bad dates at all Oh, don't even start. Like, I don't think I've been on good days. She probably has more stories. I've I'm, I think I probably have the worst, to be honest. I can bet any of you. Give, of tell story? me your worst day, each of you, and I, I promise you mine will be worse. You go first, any I of you. What happened to you? <gasps> what happened? No, any, I'm telling you, any of you go first. I almost got arrested on one of my dates. That's how bad it was. What? Please, any of you go first, and I, I promise you, I, I promise you mine's worse. Oh my god! I fell okay. down the stairs and I bust my toe open, <gasps> and I was bleeding all over his house. How did that happen? Bleeding everywhere because he took my socks off because he wanted to see if I had cute feet or not. And my feet were like fresh pedied, fresh gel toes. I'd been in the salon; they'd scraped all the dead skin off my feet. Yeah. And he had really soft carpet, and I was really drunk, like super drunk. 
God, and no. I fell down the stairs like skid into a like brick wall and I didn't realize my toe was like cut open bleeding so I'm standing barefoot in his house a guy with a foot fetish he won't stop talking about his ex-girlfriend and then I oh, fell again oh. bandaged up my toe and everything because I was bleeding everywhere and there was like skin hanging off and then I fell again leaving his house in my in my shoes and I was like hobbling for a week in slides it was just oh, underneath my, my toe that was sliced open like the nail and everything was fine it was just so sore and it's embarrassing like he wanted to touch the way he whipped my socks off to touch my feet and to see oh my life no can't be at that oh my god rosie what is but your I worst understand story? it. would you want to go out everyone has what they like he obviously likes feet i like teeth so i want to stain <gasps> your teeth on the first day <laughs> No, I get that. I get that. I have a massive thing. I have a thing. I you need to have really nice teeth and nice smile. I re, I'm a very yeah. Good I nails on a man. Good nails and good hands. I mean, I like mm. nice teeth. However, <laughs> moving on. Um, <laughs> you go tell your story. <laughs> yeah, what's your story? I don't even. I haven't really dated much. Um, Are you kidding? I really haven't. I've only. You're about to be forty soon. You should have like dated like, at least I've, a little I've bit by now. Dated two people. I've been on dates with two people. That's but it in I, your life. Well, okay, so one of them. So the date started off really well, but then you know we were drinking, we were chatting and stuff, and then I think Bojo came up on the screen, mm. and he asked my opinion on him, on him, and I was, and I said I was just like I'm not a massive fan, you know, whatever, and then he moved on to Trump. And he's like, well, my, well, my thoughts on Trump. And I was like, well, I feel like, you know, he's a sexist, misogynistic, racist prick. And then he was like, Accurate. But, what is, what, but what's the evidence that he's racist? I was like, who oh is this guy? Oh my God. I'm guessing what? he was of the Caucasus, Caucasian. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was like, I'm sorry, what? And then I was, and then I was like, you know what? Let me just bring up articles and everything. And he was like, yeah, but these articles say this, but is there actually any evidence that he's actually said these things or he's actually done? And I was just, just like, this guy's taking the piss, right? <laughs> anyway, so yeah, the night went, night went on, whatever. And then, and then he got mad at me because I basically went silent because I was trying to think about how I was going to respond to certain things. And then he, he, I went silent because that's just what I do. And then he started getting mad at me for basically not chatting to him. And then we were leaving, whatever, and I was going home. And then I, I, I try not to like be silent for too too long. I try to say the reason why someone's done something, you know, why something's pissed me off. So I was like, look, you're not very, I was like, you're not very patient. And then he was like, oh yeah, sure. You know, trying to flip it on me, trying to blame the victim, whatever you say. And then he sent me like a Trump gift type of thing to oh. hit the nail on the head. And I was like, this guy's taking a piss, right? And then from then on, I just didn't chat to him. I was just like, you know what, let me just leave this. Because this is, this oh, was the line, no. are, are you? I mean racist I don't know but let me just move on oh, <laughs> so that, no. that, that's nowhere near yours or yours but Irene tell us about your Dale date so let's take you back to a time of 2016 it was a different time I was a little bit younger some guy on Facebook had been pestering me for like let's see close to two years pestering me wants to take me out wants to get to know me and I'm always like no or I was always seeing somebody because Anybody who knows me knows I'm always in a long-term relationship. <clears throat> but I was single at the time, and I thought, okay, let me give him a chance. So I gave him a chance, finally. I lived all the way on the other side of the country because I was in university. He lived in Dublin, and I came to meet him in Dublin. 
he picked me up i left all my stuff in his car because obviously like i had my bags and stuff because i was going to go home and see my parents who, who don't live far from dublin we went to ed's diners i think that's what it's called in the uk um we sat down had dinner the whole time he was telling me about the one who got away so oh. it was like my ex she was so and then she just left me and i was so in love and i'm like why have you been bothering me for two years if you're going to sit here and tell me about your ex-girlfriend i didn't even order much he didn't order much i knew i wasn't seeing him again it was time to go pay the bill so we got up walked to go pay the bill we get there now and it's 37 euro and like 20 cents or something and i'm just like waiting for him to like pay and then he has 35 cash and he's like, oh, all I have is 35. And the woman's like, like it's 37. I, I don't know what you're telling me. All you have is 35 is going to do. You have to pay the 37. And I left all my stuff in the car. So I didn't even have anything to give my, and at the time I didn't have Apple Pay because it was 2016. So all I had was my phone. So I was like, um, just pay it and I'll give you the money back because I had coins in my purse. And he was like, oh, and he had his card, he had his wallet and everything. But he was like, oh, I don't want to break the money in my card. What Whatever that means whatever that means i still don't know i didn't want to break the money in my card so he proceeded to walk out of the oh he ran let me not say he walked he ran out what? of the restaurant leaving me there to go get money in his car so i'm sitting there now like this is so embarrassing and then the waitress came over to me and she's like we need this table like can you move and i was like oh my god so i go down to the toilet to speak to my friend to tell her how embarrassed I am and the reception was bad because it was underground so I decided to go outside and stand in front of the restaurant so the reception would, would be good because the restaurant was full and there was nowhere for me to sit or stand so I just stood out front then the security guard came out to me and he's like you need to come back inside I'm like there's nowhere for me to stand and he goes that's it I'm calling the police he called the police held me it was holding me holding the restaurant I was in front of the restaurant I didn't walk away I didn't run away I was in front of the restaurant he held me the police um came and like had to assess the situation. It was doing like good cop, bad cop. One was kind of like, oh, what happened? The other one was like, you should, you should have paid for your meal. Da, 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 da. And I was like, like, I was taken on a date. I like, I have all my stuff is in his car. Like, I don't even know what to do. And the guy was, one of the police guys were like, honestly, I feel so bad for you. You should never give him another chance. This is ridiculous. Do you know where he is? Maybe we can go find him. And the security guard is just looking like, hmm, she's just a thief. She's just gonna steal. And then I see my ex-boyfriend <laughs> walk by me while the police is talking to me and i haven't seen him in like let's say four years and i was like this is the worst day of my life eventually this guy comes back the police give him a hard time like you're an absolute piece of shit the fact that you even got this girl to go out with you and you did this you should be ashamed of yourself and he's like you looking at me don't ever give him a chance again don't see him again ever and i was like i will not he paid the bill I went to his car, got my stuff, and I was like, I'm going. He got on his knees and begged me, I'm so sorry. I didn't know all this would happen. I'm so sorry. And I was like, to make up for it, drop me home. And I lived like an hour away. So he didn't drive me the whole way home. And then I never saw him again. He texted me the next day, yo. And that yo is still on my Facebook from 2016 because I have not responded because he was a piece of shit. And that was probably the worst date I've been on. Wow. <laughs> yep. Well, wow. I'm just a bit... <laughs> what a bummy guy i'm just saying what a bummy guy about oh can't like i don't want to break money on my card who is this guy there should be like a database a crb check girls would actually use it listen Let's to what's right to now if and you he's know crying over his ex and he's wondering why it. she left him come on <laughs> no. uh, I actually can't because honestly 
it was the worst thing. First, he talked about his ex, and then I almost got arrested, and he didn't want to break two euro in his card. What does that even? Can someone explain to me what that means? It doesn't mean you don't want to break money in your card. Why didn't you say to him? Why didn't you say to him, "This is why your ex left you. Look at your behavior." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the amount of things I should have said, could have said, should have done. Oh my life. Disgusting. Imagine. Disgusting. So if a guy, listen, ladies, if a guy is pestering you for time and you don't want to date him, don't date him because it's not worth it. Don't do it. I agree. I agree with that. I've learned my lesson as well. I've learned my lesson as well. Turn yeah. up on a date and he'll tell you he's got two kids. Why didn't you tell me that before? Oh my God, that happened to no. me too. Oh my God, I went on another crap date where I found out he was married. What? Yep. Actually, my friend found out because I was on a date enjoying myself calling her when he went to his car to, to bring his car around. And I was like, this date is so amazing. She's like, what does he look like? And I gave him his name and what he looks like. And then she went to his profile. She goes, Irene's married. I was like, what? Scroll to the bottom. He's married. And he had like a whole picture of his wedding day. My wife, may God bless our marriage and our union. And I'm like, I am such a fucking idiot. I did not do a background check on this brother. Like, oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> honestly do background checks girls do background checks because i was like and then i confronted him he was like i don't love how i was forced my parents forced me this and that and i was just like oh my god like, you waste my time and it was going so well we were, had so much in common he was so nice but he was mine you could have you could have been second wife for kids by now <laughs> <laughs> no no a waste of my time so yeah i've been on crap 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 dates you know and another guy as well told me he had kids no he didn't tell me i found out from his whatsapp picture because he changed it for a day and then when i said is that your kids he changed it back to him and goes no and then later on confessed yeah it was my kids and I was, why are you hiding that you have kids why are you lying you oh, don't have kids to be honest kids? i honestly believe I honestly believe there are really good guys out there because i have come across some i don't think it's all bad ones i just think some men <laughs> just don't, they don't help they don't themselves get it. and okay. i can see after you get to know someone after a while you see why they're single i hate to say it but it's true like you can <laughs> see why they're single by their behavior i remember rosaline you said earlier that that guy or guys would be like oh i want to do this but then they're just not doing it it's like i can see why you're single some people are emotionally stunted or they don't have the emotional capacity to have relationships or to yeah. build Honestly, I think for me, what just annoys me most of the time is that if I'm giving you an out, if I'm noticing that you seem to be pulling away from me and you're yeah. a bit off and you're going AWOL, I'm going to straight up say, look, are you interested or not? Just, I don't waste my time. Mm -hmm. Don't come to me saying, no, I'm all in. Definitely. I want this. I want this. Just for you to do the same thing again. And then eventually be like, oh, you know what? Actually, I don't think I'm ready for this. Don't waste my time. Especially when I'm telling you, do you want to stop? Take it. Go. I'm not going to dating. So I have had this from guys that are, you know, in their twenties to thirties. And forty. <coughs> I have no shame. I date the forty year old. <laughs> I did not know. I did not know. Stop it. I did not know. I, I assume there's no shame. Wrong with have that. no shame. <laughs> but still, at the end of the day, it's one of those these things where if I'm telling you straight up, this is what I want. If, you, if you're not ready, go. Don't, don't try to like, you know, force anything. Don't try to stay pushed just for you to piss me off because I'm the kind of person where I can't talk to multiple people at a time. If I'm talking to you or whatever it is and I like you and you know where we want this to go, mm -hmm. I'm, not I'm not wasting my time with other people. So for me, if you're doing this, we're doing this whole back and forth, trying to, uh, 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 
you're wasting my time because that energy could have been sent to someone else that I've just basically said, no, I'm not interested to because we have decided we want to go somewhere with this, you know? So for me, I, I think even though Irene, you always say that I'm very picky, I'm picky, but they're still absolute plebs. Yeah, but I know that you're not picky in looks, you're picky in personality. But guys, yeah. like, guys, guys, there's... Okay. I just think that what you said in terms of like wasting your time, I just think guys like to eat cake and have it. So even if they could tell you to go away, there's little benefits they get from keeping you around, whether it's sex, um, companionship, or like anything. It's like they know they can tell you to go away and it probably would be okay to do that, but they're not going to do it. They're just going to keep you around because they can. But if you're not having sex with them, if you're not having sex with them. Which I wasn't. Yeah. Wait, if you're not having sex with them they might keep you around for companionship because some guys are actually lonely and they like speaking to multiple girls so okay. that's a reason to keep you around even though he knows he's not going to pursue you seriously going be like yeah i'm so interested okay. so we can talk but to then, you but then what about the ones where so let's say obviously like, i need communication you need to communicate with me we need to chat we need to text i need that shit that is my i need that so if let's say you know we, we were texting consistently chatting calling whatever it is and then I get radio silence and then I'm like, oh, this is a bit weird. We're supposed to be seeing each other kind of thing. What's up? Are you, you know, are you okay? Are you no longer interested? Blah, blah, blah. I'm asking you this. And then you're like, no, 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 no. Definitely still am. Just to then do the same thing again. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? It's that's like, men, isn't it? They're so twisted in the, in the brain. Like, it's, that's them, isn't it? That's what they do. Like, they, you know what they you have know. To do? They I feel do. like I'm more heartless than you because I just dip. Do you remember I was telling yeah. you about what I, what I did to that guy? <laughs> it wasn't bad, but, you know, I, when, I feel like I'm 25 now, but when I was a bit younger, I was mm-hmm. not meaner, but I'm still the same way now. Oh my God, now. I feel that I way too. Not, I feel like I was so much more meaner when I was younger. I'm not so I don't much. tolerate the bullshit that these men are throwing our way. If you want to okay. play, I'll play back. And yes. you won't like it. So you just have to... <laughs> Yeah, okay. the thing is with me, I get that, but I think it's because it's because depending on the kind of relationship we had, if we were friends before, I try to give you a second chance or so or two, a chance, a second chance or whatever. But if I don't know you, we've just started chatting, then I don't care. I'm just like, you know what, goodbye. If you're just gonna be messing around. But if let's say we were somehow friendly, we've known each other for about a year or two before any of this happened then I'll try to give you some sort of chance. So then for me, that annoys me more, especially if you're supposed to be a friend before all of this, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I do definitely can like cut it and that's it. If I don't know you from anywhere and you're just trying to be an absolute But when fool. you like somebody, you guys can't say that when you like someone, you can cut them off that fast. You can. I you can. like them now. Ah, ah, ah. When you like them. You know even you even, even like if them. it hurts. Even if it hurts, I feel like I can't... For me, it's like I get so angry when I get lied to or made a mug of. Mm. Where it's like, even if it hurts me, I may not show that it hurts me, but I'll just fall back. You know what I mean? I'll just go do the radio silence thing, move on, carry on living my best life and just... I feel like after a while, you, after you've been heartbroken once or twice, it's kind of like you just, you're just... You're, you, you're hip to this. You know how it works. I, mm, yeah. I, mm, I wish I could agree with you 100%, but I like the fact that you can just dip because, like, I need a bit of that a bit more. Like, when I don't know you and I don't like you, you don't mean shit to me. It don't matter for me. However, if I like you, I become an idiot. And I hate that I become an idiot because I'm too, I'm, I'm not, I'm not that kind of person. Like, 
I literally take man for Idia every other day of the week, except if I like you, and it pisses me off because then you can actually take me for Idia. <laughs> it's horrible, honestly. So I wish I could take your pill and like be like, yeah, okay. Even though it hurts, I'm gonna fall back. I, I just don't better. know. I think because I've been cheated on in the past, mm-hmm. and that was like my first relationship. He was in a whole other relationship with someone else the whole time. Oh my good god and i would buy like clothes for myself i like like desert boots i was like 16 17 i buy like mm-hmm. desert boots for myself um i would dress in a certain type of way and he would go and buy her the same shoes <gasps> so i'd be seeing pictures of her wearing what i've got just a very oh. weird i think my first relationship i had it with a sociopath if you're listening to this elliot oh my god she does not care because you know this was like nearly 10 years ago the man was in my dms last year messaging me talking about i see you on the way to work how are you and this is someone that i dated like late teens that was just like a weirdo yeah so he still he still pops up and you know watches what i do i just saw it and i just ignored it i said nothing i just and then he blocked me again because i didn't i didn't say anything so nah nah men always come back men always come back they do they really do and it's so weird yeah but the thing is about coming back like that thing that people always say that men always come back okay cool but they always come back when you don't want them to like i don't care anymore or they like, you, want, you want them to come back yeah like when you're moved on and you you literally do not care they'll dm you hey how you doing i don't care now i cared a month after i cared two months after i cared it's half a year stick- after but it's not been three or long. four years i don't care now don't text me honestly they've got six cents for when you're happy and you're good you're over them you've moved on then they're like oh hey how you doing long time no yeah but i guess it's like they they just kind of move on and then maybe they start to think about the good things you did for them and how they miss those kind of memories and kind of want it back but that stage is like over for you it's like whatever now it's just the past i don't know because the girl he was um cheating on me with he had two girlfriends they stayed together for three years and then he obviously cheated on her as well but she would be oh, watching my God twitter sake. she'd be watching my instagram to see if me and him ever met up and spoke because obviously she knew that he was a cheater but she didn't want to lose him so he ended up cheating on her oh. as far as i know but I think that type of thing will just, you'll look at things in a different way. So it's like, for me, like, that really hurt me when that happened. I don't think I've ever been felt as hurt since. Like, it just, I'm so hit to it. I know how, I know that men can be really, really amazing and really, really nice, but you just have to watch out for the trashy people that will try and do you like that. And it made me into a better journalist, that whole situation. Because I was, st- I started uh, journalism first at college and when I was mm-hmm. going through this relationship. And I made fake accounts. I was what they both followed me back. Oh, them ones. Because he was lying to me, saying he could only have me on Instagram. I couldn't follow him. And I saw taking my girlfriend skating, all of this. Yeah. I found out he was cheating on my birthday. So on Facebook, you know, you type in like different letters when you want to stalk to see whose profile pops up. Me and this girl had no mutual friends. And I, the thing that stood out to me was her display picture was him and her together. And I was thinking, who is Tanisha? It's Tanisha. <laughs> so my 17th birthday, I found out that I was carrying cake and crying with my friends. Like, I don't think I've ever been cheated on by somebody that I care too much about. Does that make any well, sense? Like, when I was my cheated, when I was cheated on her, at the and time, I, I didn't like really care anymore. First relationships make you a bit psycho. A hundred percent. I have definitely been a psycho. Like, when I talk to, like, my friends, they're always, like, They've never had those like screaming matches. Like when you push him, he pushes you. You're crying, screaming. Like I have 
been there I've never too had many that. times. You've never had I've, that. I've never I've had that. screaming matches. I've had crying. I've had begging. I've had blocking. I've had destroying what? my property. They've destroyed my property. What? One of my ex-boyfriends came with bleach once to destroy my shit because um, he thought I took his stuff, which I did take. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was really scary because um, my friend was coming to visit me and <laughs> I knew she was coming. So then I told her to tell me when she's outside and then she goes, I'm outside. And I opened the door and he was outside as well. And he storms in with bleach. Like, like, where's my shit? And I'm like, uh? <laughs> what? And he oh comes up and breaks my mirror. And like, yeah, I had to call the police. Sounds like Hollywood, mate. It was actually a mess. <laughs> it like it was a mess. But it was so much deeper. And do you know what? It was toxic. It, it was Were you having have makeup sex after all of these fights? Um, 100%. Well, most yeah. of the time. That one there in particular... The makeup sex happened like maybe four or five months after that, but not like immediately. See, I don't understand. You know, like you can have a huge fight. How can you just start shagging after that? Because it's like, it's passion. The whole like you getting angry and throwing things, it's all, it's all just passion. It's like, I, I passionately love you and you upset me. How could you? I trusted you. And then it's like, I love you. I love you too. And then you just fuck. Toxic is what that is. Very toxic. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't like Absolutely. drama in my relationships. I can't deal with it. You can't do that at all. I that can't. first relationship for me was so much drama. Yeah, that I just, ugh, evil in human form. Soulless yeah, like, beings. I, I, sometimes I can't. I'm so problematic. Sometimes I kind of miss the toxicity of the relationship because it was kind of fun. Like now that I'm older, 25, I've had a little bit more mature relationships, and sometimes the guy's very nonchalant, and that throws me. Like that just puts me off like he doesn't care about much nothing the phases or i need a bit mm. of that you know passion yeah but you know mm, i care i always say my type is obsessed with me if you're not obsessed with me you're not yeah. my type i like to be obsessed with people and i like to be obsessed back i like i like, like you the I intensity Rosie, of it i like your friend she's like my spirit i'm like i get like i get you i get you okay i get the you. intensity of it like <laughs> and it's very rare for me to be obsessed with someone and I like yes. to be obsessed. Yes. I was celibate for like a year really? and a half. You can read my article at www.ebbyonline.com. <laughs> plug, plug, yes. plug. Shameless plug. But um, I, I don't know. I've been, I'm not the type of person that will just sleep with someone to sleep with someone. So I've had periods mm. in my life, like year long periods, two year periods where it's been no one. I'm the exact same. I can't, I can't do it. And my friends will look at me weird and be like, what's wrong with you? Why haven't you slept with anyone in like two years? And it's like, I don't have to keep hooking up with people where there's, it's not fulfilling me, you know? Mm. Doesn't, it doesn't We're matter. But I think yeah. this whole like, be a whore, have sex, like skin outfit, like mentality is like really pushed on young women. Like if you're not having like multiple sexual partners or you're not like living la vida loca, like there must be I don't think it's pushed on women though. I think it's more like there's this kind of um, stereotype that girls should be good girls and pick me girls for like guys to pick them. So you shouldn't be having sex. You should literally keep yourself for your husband. Mm -hmm. And the guy can go out there and sleep with 50 women, but you should not sleep with anyone. I think it's just trying to give women like that open, like platform to be liberal, like enjoy yourself, have multiple partners. If you want to be provocative, if you want to do whatever you Mm -hmm. want, if you want to don't think you have to be someone's wife. There's more about yeah. to you about than being someone's wife. Like you are a person, you have value, you have this and that. So if you want to sleep around, honey, do it. It doesn't devalue in any way because it wouldn't value him. I think it's just I like, felt, do you. I felt the opposite. Like I went on a date with someone last year and I 
hadn't hooked up with anyone in like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me afterwards that I was asexual. He was like, I know you really wanted me deep down and all of this. And it's like, when you're dating people and stuff and they're like, everyone's just trying to force themselves on you and there's no meaning behind it. It's like yeah. a big turn off. But then trying to make me feel bad for not wanting you, that type of thing. It's like, oh, obviously I'm not asexual. I have romantic feeling, romantic yeah. feelings towards people. But just like forcing it like people yeah. some people try force like you should or people i find as well i don't know if you thought it rosie but people will look at my online presence on instagram and maybe think that i'm a bit out there than i am because mm-hmm. i'm quite a confident person but i always say looks are really deceiving like no one knows what is really going you on really in someone's are. life exactly. i totally yeah. get that because i i usually feel that that way sometimes as well i feel like sometimes people assume i'm a certain way when i'm like i'm really not trust Mm -hmm. me (laughs) i don't know irene what are your thoughts on like being out not being out there but um having multiple sex sexual partners and all that jazz and because like you you're you're an advocate aren't you for like you know experience life and your sexual i definitely am an advocate for like multi-dating and doing what you want i don't think you should push anybody to have multiple partners and have sex and be this person that's provocative and out there if you if that's not you that's not you i am advocate Mm -hmm. for being yourself and not trying to, because I was speaking to a girl at a party last week and all she kept saying is like, what would people think? And what would people won't date me if? It's like, mm-hmm. stop thinking about what others will think or people won't date you. If be yourself, do what makes you comfortable. Don't yeah. have sex if you're not comfortable. Don't see guys if you're not comfortable. And don't feel like you have to not be somebody, be someone you're not just so people will date you or look at you in a certain way. Be yourself. Yeah, don't like, ever let anyone else dictate how you live your life. How you want how to live. So if you want, want to, to have multiple partners leave. and date multi date and do all those things, do it. Don't feel like if I do what I actually want to do inside, guys won't date me. Are you kidding? Uh, do you want a guy that won't date you for that reason? Do you do, yeah. do you do you actually want a guy like that? Think about what you actually want, not who will date you. What do you want? That's why I'm always like, shoot your shot and go for guys that you want. In a sense, because it's like. If you don't shoot your shot and go for guys you want, you always settle for guys that want you. And if you're always settling for guys that want you, it's like you have to keep yourself in a certain way so guys will approach you. Just be mm-hmm. you. Go after what you want in every sense of that word. In career, in relationships, in anything. Go after what you want. That is what I advocate. Yeah, because you'll have to experience life your way for you to be able to understand and yourself more and to figure out what it is that you want for yourself. Like you might have thought you were the kind of person that wasn't very like, oh, I don't want to be out here sleeping with multiple people. But then you finally do, and then you do, and then you realize that, oh, actually, I am definitely that person who doesn't want to. But at least yeah. you now know. You need to basically explore yourself or explore your sexuality, your life, and do things how yeah, you do feel what makes you right comfortable for do you what's to right be able to understand. For you to be able to understand that, oh, you know what, now mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. And live on from that. Mm-hmm. So that's actually how I see it. And I just think that, like, now in 21st century, women are like, more out there like being themselves not trying to be the pick me girl like oh my god i can't show this part of me because guys won't like me and guys won't pick me i don't know any girls like that i don't know any personally in my friendship group but i know people that i even follow or follow me on instagram or whatever really like for real like there's girls out there so what type of stuff are they posting up like i want to home cook my man's food come baby let me rub your feet like are they just like proper like eager on twitter on on twitter they're more like very much like i could never do what this girl is doing like if a girl is like esther from backchat esther from backchat you think she's me me. why because she's always saying things to make that to that side with the guys to be like yeah do that for my man do you you see what i mean i've always feel like 
she's mm. always like up Lucas's backside basically or up the boy's backside like my my mum taught me her phrase is I knew someone or my mum taught me and I'm like Esther like someone like Nunu will say things where she doesn't care yeah and she's not looking but I feel like Esther is always trying to impress the boys I saw that very differently I don't think that she was trying to impress the boys I I think she was trying to be act like she's one of them like she's in with the clique not necessarily Uh, like pick me more like I get you guys man I'm I'm one of y'all like I'm like you I get it you know I I really liked Nunu and I didn't like how Esther treated Nunu I know I like controversial people and I feel like Nunu was just she'd say things and I'd be screaming "Ah!" do you know what I mean yeah she's very she's entertaining She's mm-hmm. very entertaining. And Esther was just always side-eyeing her. And it's like, I just would never treat someone like that if yeah. they wanted to behave how Nunu well, wanted people, to behave. People do that. There's a lot of people walking around thinking they're better than others that are around them. And they actually, they, they actively act that way. And I've seen it in friendship groups, in people around me, in, in, in parties. I actually see people look at people and talk to people down like they're less than them. And I don't even know if they know they're doing it, but it's very apparent. I think that's disgusting behavior. It's I'm disgusting, sorry. but... I just, I feel, especially when you've, you've selected the people that are around you, you have made friends, you have brought them into your little world. And for mm-hmm. you to then look down at them or to side eye them or to make them, you don't even have to say anything, but the fact that you, you, can, you have that power to make, to make them feel some type of way because you feel like, oh, this person again. It's like, why are, you, why are they there? But why you know, the person that does that is insecure because they're, they're keeping those people around themselves and putting them down to make themselves feel better. Make them, yeah, no, mm. no, no I totally, yeah, I totally understand that. But I just, once again, it has to do with, obviously there are so many different types of people in this world, but it's just insane when you hear, when you see this. And I think going back to what you were saying, Irene, about um, people that you feel like are a bit big when it comes to um pick misha wanting to yeah pick misha is that <laughs> wanting, to, like, cater to a, <laughs> wanting to like cater to a man and things yes. like that feeling like oh i'm sorry i can't i can't deal with that i was I, not I, born that way i cannot I, be that way it's not for me not, guy go like even, me how i am or not like me at all because how i personally see it is that maybe okay i'm a certain way where even if i was raised a certain way I have grown to learn various things and to realize who I am and to, and even if it means I might have to argue with people around me or Mm -hmm. parents or family members, because whether you brought me up a certain way, I will still, if I don't agree with it, I will, I will definitely say no. So Mm -hmm. even if people are like, well, I, I was brought up to always, you know, cook for the men and do this is, I can't stand. I'm sorry. People need to teach their kids. Who said that around you? Who said that around you? Because I haven't heard that from anyone that I know. I've just mainly, let's say, on like socials, yeah. so like people you follow, people that follow you, or people that have said things that are somewhere. And then you see that, and then I'm a bit like, really? And I do know various people that are very interested, that that is their thing, where they feel like they have to cater. They like to see their men eat good, these like, things like that. But I, I, I hate, the thing is, I don't mind cooking for my man, cooking for us. If I want to cook, I'm going to cook for us to eat, whatever it is. But I'm not doing it because I'm, I'm the woman and that is my role. I'm doing it because I'm hungry and I want to eat. There's enough food for you. Here you go. You know, we're all happy here. I mean, like, I'm not knocking people that are like that, but those people that look down on others because they are not interested in that kind of annoy me because it's a bit like, you do you. You want to live your life with 
by catering to someone else or catering it just to sounds someone. like <laughs> yeah but you know okay pick me guy do you ever hear about those guys that like call girls feminists that think the way that you do there's like feminists because you you actually want to you actually believe in equal rights between men and women and it's like a negative thing to be a feminist even though every man and woman should be because people still believe in like traditional roles and i am traditional in a sense like and i do yes. agree with you to some extent that like you want a guy that can cook for you just like you will cook for him like some like some people have duties in their household where because i have a guy i work with and he he takes care of the cleaning of the house and the repairs of the house so he cleans the house and anything that's broken light bulbs cooker anything he takes care of it but his wife does the cooking and that's like rules roles they have in their household so people can do that and that's fine if it works for them i think everybody should be allowed to do whatever works for them but it's the whole like you have to and he doesn't have to it's like he should know how to and if i want to that to be what i do for my household that's fine right that's yeah. okay yeah uh, am i still oh yeah no, no 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 yeah i totally i totally agree with that i feel like you know the roles shouldn't have to okay when it comes from to me when it comes to gender roles i'm very much oh am i muted oh no okay okay when it comes <laughs> to, for me when it comes to gender okay i'll give let's say i'll give an example of when i was in a relationship we had various times where i would definitely do most of the cooking just mainly because like there are certain things i wanted to eat and he really enjoyed it too or there are certain meals that were probably a bit more traditional that he couldn't make that i i could make Fair enough, you know, so we do various things like that. But then there'd be times where he'd, he'd hop in the kitchen and he'd cook various things. Or if I did the cooking, he'd clean up for do the washing, various things. See, that I like. I like being, you know, both of us doing things without having to... Without I like cooking, cooking together. Oh, that's nice. I always make my boyfriend do like, when I'm cooking, you're not going to lie in my bed, you're going to stand beside me and hold on the problem. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> you have an issue. Chilling there, you're chilling there watching TV and stuff. It's like... You, you, okay, you're like a king of the house. If you don't get your ass, come peel some onions. So I, I like that. I like a little bit of, you know, we both do little bit here and there. I don't want there to be a, I'm this, I'm a woman, I have to do this, this is, I'm doing this, I'm the man, and I have to do that. Yeah, sure. A lot of people probably would not and will never agree what I, what I have to say about this, but I, I personally, that's how I want things to go. That's how I've been raised, or not even how I've been raised. That's just how I personally work myself. But the other people who feel like you have to, you know, bring the man his food and, you know, bring him his tray and do this and like cater to him and everything, do you, but don't look down on other people that that's not for them. I, 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 I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm, I'm not going I to. I don't want to slave over a man every day and like make breakfast lunch and dinner and then run around after him and tidy up his clothes like is this like some sort of 1950s housewife <laughs> we're on here mm -mm. but mm -mm. It's, it's 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 crazy because like the thing is i know that we're obviously 2020 but it's one of those things where you don't realize that there are so many women that are still like that and that's how they've been raised and they're oh they want that and if you're okay with that then go forth and conquer yeah, yeah at the end of the day it's based on what you're okay with and what you're comfortable with because if you're okay with mm. doing that there's actually nothing wrong i was with that. raised by a single parent so it's different i think my my mindset is different i feel like women mm. can do anything that they want yeah, they can. That's what I'm saying. It's what you're comfortable with. Because if you want to be that person who only does that, and that's how you raise, and that's what you want, if you're comfortable with that, that's fine. It's all if you're comfortable with it. But if you're not, then you shouldn't have to. If you're not comfortable yeah. with what makes you comfortable, you should what do What do you think a pick-me trend was on, say, like, social media? Like, an example. Like... Mm. 
a pick me trend I still think is like still going on today is putting down other women in any aspect it's like just putting them down like oh mm-hmm. if a guy makes a comment of like yeah i agree with you women shouldn't or if a woman is dressed that way i would never dress like that oh, it's no. just putting women down like why are you oh doing my that gosh. irene i love that you said that do you, do you remember i had this twitter war once time one of them one of the twitter wars i had where i think it was alani that said something about um oh a man has to pay for my meal like how could he right. not or whatever right. she said and then this other girl was like oh no um I'd pay for both meals just to show him that I can afford it and I can pay for it. And innocently, I said, well, you could just split the bill. You pay for your bit and he pays for his to show that you can afford it if that's what you wanted to do. And then straight away, everyone started coming for me. They were like, especially the lads, they were like, oh, why? Are you broke? And I was like, you're mad I want to pay for myself? And then they're like, oh, look at this one. Money bit tight. And I'm like, first of all, what you're trying to tell me is that you want the girl to pay for your meal, but yes, you're calling me broke for wanting to pay for my meal. Does that make any sense? And then you start seeing all these girls underneath it going, <laughs> you're so funny. <laughs> As like two of the guys have like tried to like come at me and I'm a bit like, what is going on here? here? Trying to, trying to impress the guys all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, that pick me trend. Girls, That's a pick me trend. I was never born to be a pick me girl. I can't be a pick me girl if I tried. And then the lads mm-hmm. tried to be like, oh, one of these um, new age feminists. And I was like, feminism. Yeah, so why do they say feminist like it's negative? What are you trying? You and should be a feminist. Don't you have a mom? Don't you have a sister? Like, it's ridiculous. It's you know that people see feminism as a very negative thing. How? I've noticed that. So I've noticed ridiculous. that myself. Yes. And especially online. Especially online, being a feminist, I'm going to be a very negative. I'm actually sick to death of the amount of times I've had to say the definition of feminism is literally equality. That is it. And then they were like, oh, so wouldn't you like it if the man paid for your meal? And I was like, but that's not the question. The question is, I want to pay for myself. And then just these lads are trying to attack me, and all these girls going, "Oh my god, I know, right?" And I'm like, "What are you guys doing?" Exactly, feminism, the advocate, the advocacy of women's rights on the ground of, of equality of the sexes. How is that something you don't want? Don't you have sisters and mothers? Don't you want us to be equal? I don't understand. Don't you want our pays to be equal and have us to have equal opportunity and people to see us as equal individuals? But no, oh, here comes the feminist. Actually, oh, another one of the feminists. Aren't you know you what? The thing, the thing about, I do, to not, not to play devil's advocate, but you know when, when feminism became like such a, like a massive topic? Yeah. yeah. There are people that basically came out and start using that word or that topic in a negative light so that other people will see it in that sense and then they will attach the word feminism to that and then continue it. Especially on Twitter and everything, when feminism became such a big topic, various people just came out saying random things like, like let's say talking about you know opening car door for someone and things like that, and then saying that's feminism or just various things like that. So then people have basically said that, see, feminism, that's what that's supposed to be. You also know that men say that feminists hate men. So that's, I think that's the main thing. People think that feminists hate men. They call feminists men haters. Mm-hmm. And back to your point about like paying on dates and stuff. I would say I'm quite an old fashioned lover in that, in that type of way. Like mm-hmm. I like someone to hold the door open for me, pay on a first date, that type of thing. And I yeah. have no, I don't feel bad for saying it. Cause I know some men will be like, why she want? that's what I like. That's my love language. I like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just old fashioned in that way. 
I like mm -hmm. it when someone holds the door open for me and, you know, wants to hold my hand in public or will pull out a, a seat for me to sit on. I like that. You know what? Okay. Now, hearing you, hearing you say that, hearing the door thing, I never really think about the door thing until the lad opens the door and then he walks through and doesn't even open for me. Then I realize, like, like, you know what? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> no, but everything you're saying just reminds me of, like, past situations I've had I'm like oh my god I'm so single nobody's opening doors for me and pulling out chairs for me or doing nothing for me man's just here it's not really dating season anyway because we're all in quarantine in a sense even though it is dating season people are moving mad <laughs> oh yeah oh, trust me oh, you know apparently it's illegal to have sex in the, a different person's household oh that's, that's a whole it's it's legal. Oh, are they joking it's like, illegal to have sex with someone else from a different household in your house but think about it, quarantine, I feel like uh, maybe after quarantine, but during, dating apps have still been popping. I know that. People have still been like, I've got Lurel, come and quarantine with me. That type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I know people have been hooking up during this period. No, people so, have been hooking up. And, but I feel like if you speak to a guy, it's more like Netflix and chill is what they're going to offer you. Then there's nowhere to go. And after a major excuse, I can't, we can't go to dinner. We can't go to a movie. So I'll come to yours and you come to mine. Meanwhile, like if they have sense, they might be like, "Oh, let's move put a park." But if they don't have sense, they're like, "You know, this is an opportunity. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna get bound this week. Come to my yard." Got a free gaff. I've yeah, never normally been the Netflix and chill girl. Like, I really, really don't like it unless I'm in a relationship with someone. We can Netflix and chill all the time. Do you yeah, see what yeah. I mean? This is like a it's a comf it's a comfortable thing. I'm gonna be Netflix and chilling thing. on my yeah, own. I'm comfortable. Well, I'll well, well do it with my partner, but I don't. I don't know. I've never been like, if someone messaged me like random, like, oh, do you want to meet up? Like, come to mine. You know. I'm not let's hang out. I've seen this new Jeffrey Epstein documentary. It would be a no. Just be a straight no. You know what they want as they're trying to get you get you to, to their house most of the time. Mm -hmm. Depending on the situation. No, I can't deal with that. I can't, especially not for a first day either. It's like, and it just seems so like, it seems so just bold of you just to be like, oh, come around to mine. It's like, why can we not go out? Yes. Mm. And it can be now really, they don't have to spend like, money as soon as a guy says to you, can you send me a pic please? I'm like, that's just an instant turn off. Like, why do I need to send you a picture? Or send me it, a little sex. Like, I don't like that. No. I'm now at that point where I have a naked, you know, one of those Sphinx cats. I just yeah. send that to <laughs> and then I leave that, leave it. Like, so send me a nude, really like, here you go. One as well, send you a nude, here you go. And then that's it. You can't ask me to send me a nude if we're not talking sexy already. Like, why, why would you do that? This is my issue, this is my story. During quarantine, there was a guy I went on a date with in January. I thought he was really cute, actually. But he was like, oh, I lost my phone. And he started messaging me on Facebook, which I don't use. And he was trying to add me. And he was managed to get my number because the first date was quite good. So I gave him my number and I didn't want to meet up with him again. I was like, I'm not really interested. But he was saying, let's try again. And he invited me around to, he said to me, oh, I'm really tired. So I'm just going to do my washing and watch like Netflix. You can come over later if you want. I was like, no, I'm good. Because the way I see it is, you're offering me Netflix and chill. Someone else would be offering me like a proper date. Why am I not going to go on a proper date with someone or yeah. just hang around with someone that just literally is going to keep trying to have sex with me and keep annoying me because I can't yeah. push them off. Um, mm. But during quarantine, he would send me like topless pictures of him because obviously everyone's been working out. Yeah. Top yeah, everyone. Just random, <laughs> random topless pictures. But he was getting upset and he was like, you're not playing back. And it's like, well, I didn't think we were playing a game. You're just sending me a picture. He was like, you have to send one back. And it's like, I don't have 
to send you a picture back. I've heard I don't have to do that. Do that. Do that. Have you dealt with that or is it just me? Yeah, no, no I've, I've, had had some, I've had someone who's done that. And then I'm like, wait, what? I didn't even ask you for this. Like, what is happening? No, I've actually, I've absolutely had guys who just keep sending you pictures and then it's like, oh, let's see something of you. And if you, if you bite and you send a picture or a selfie, come on. Like, that's not what I'm talking about, you know. Send me something like with your boobs in it or like your bum in it or something. It's like, I don't know, yay. For me, yeah. if you want to see me, see me in person. Exactly. Why are you playing? This is why I think, this is the reason why I think I've never it's sent a before in my life is because you'll see it when you see me. You get yeah. me? Yeah. yeah. But it's no, always the weirdos that beg, like, please send me a picture. Why do you, go look at my Instagram. What's wrong with you? Stop playing. <laughs> no, but like, if a guy, if a guy I'm talking to, like maybe on Snapchat, because sometimes people add me on Snapchat and then we're talking, I will send you my Instagram. That's, you only see my face. Instagram is there for the world. It's open. It's not locked. Irene Olu, you know, uh, Irene yeah. Olu, follow me. Like it's there. Like I don't know what to tell you. I'd always rather send my Instagram before I'd even ever consider sending you my my phone number. I feel like my social yeah. is a lot less personal <laughs> than my number. It's true because I can block I you. Very, I don't very, very like... feel this way. I just, yeah, I no, like, no, no, hundred percent. When people ask you for stuff, it's like here's my snap or here's my Insta because like I can block you. Whereas if you yeah, have a number, you can get a different number and like, bring it. Can't but do you want to check their social media anyway. You want to check out what type of person they are. They are, yeah. Like 100%. Most people, I just already know them. So when it comes to like background checks, like I don't really end up Do you not to talk to that. strangers? Like even <laughs> on dating apps or anything? Well, on dating apps. Yeah, yeah, but like, okay, with the dating apps and stuff like that, that was obviously no go for me. That was just, just never works out. I've already deleted anything I've had. Uh, so Did you well, like I just never really... more? I thought Hinge was a bit better. I've never had a Hinge. I thought Hinge was a bit better well, because um, it seemed, yeah, and it also seemed like you had to put a lot more work into it. Um, to, mm-hmm. So you're hoping that the person you end up speaking to is, has put in this much effort because they, they're looking for something. But that still didn't work out really. And then Bumble as well. There's just loads of guys that just like match with you and just don't want to talk. And then you're like, okay, never mind, moving on. And there's just so many of that. Or they they you have like a few sentences and together, like a few exchanges here and there, and then that's it. So for me, it's just like nothing is really going on. Like there's a lot of people that just don't want to chat. They just like racking up the matches. Instagram I think. followers as well. Why do you, you want to rack up your matches? On social media. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be like, oh, I'm barely on this, but add me on. So it's like, but why are you, why did you create this if you're not going to be on it? Like, this what is, is literally a new method to get followers. Honestly, I'm you should like, get I'm, an IRL uh, podcast dating profile. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and, just, and, just, and just have people following that, like put your at in the bio. Just whatever. put it like, yeah, follow me oh God, on the socials. I, you're still on the apps, you should do it. Stick it in there and just be like, yeah. I'm not on any, really. I'm not active, no. Oh, okay. oh you're not active. Not active. I'm, I'm being, I'm not even going to say like well-behaved. I'm just, I can't being be bothered single. right now in my life. Mm-hmm. I cannot yeah. be bothered. No, you get tired that was of why, things. That was why I texted you as well, Irene, wasn't it? I was like, I'm just not ours. It's, just, it's tiring. It's, I only go on it when I get bored and I'm like, oh, let's see who I can chat to. And then I'm like, and then I remember while I'm swiping that I actually don't like it and then I'm off again. What's your type? My type is tall, um, facial hair. I don't really mind if there's hair on top of your head or not. 
and hens or fat. Yep. <laughs> Thickums. Thickums. I don't mind. I don't mind if they're fat. I like a chubs. I love a chubby man. Do you know Oof. what? I'm scared of having a boy with a bigger bum than me. So I don't mind. I love a yeah. <laughs> something I, I can say. I went on a day to this Ghanaian guy who did definitely. You could tell he squatted. It was huge. I didn't notice though for a while, and I was like, "Huh, interesting." I don't think it's that bad. I don't have like a donkey booty anyway. So <laughs> I know I big don't. Big bums are very intimidating to me. Oh, I think if a guy had a big bum, and oh, I see what you mean. Like it was plump. Okay, I guess it. I guess it. Yeah, but I don't. Well. I don't care that I don't have a big bum. I like my bum. I don't really care. Like all these big bums, like is everywhere. I'm like, BBL. okay, cool. Well, it's because you already have big. Um... Yeah, but you know, I hate the fact that I have big boobs. I wish they were smaller. They're too if big. You... Everyone that has big boobs always says I want a reduction. Yeah, and I might. I've been thinking about it lately. And, you know, I might put... You never know. You might see me with smaller chest 2021. Oh, actually, know. that's a good thing to talk about. What do you guys... What are your thoughts on um, cosmetic surgery? If you that's want it, then have it. it. But if you're just constantly addicted to it and you're trying to, like, hide stuff, get therapy instead. Yeah, uh, absolutely. 100%. She hit the nail on the head. I think when uh, I was younger, I was like, I, I said to my friends, like, I want a Kim K package. I want to get, like, the cheek filler and the jaw filler and the lip filler. But now I just wouldn't bother. I've never had any plastic surgery. I wouldn't do it. I, like, I do like myself how I am. I like myself I how I say, am, however. I would like smaller breasts. There's always a guy that will like you for you. Believe Yeah, that. there is. I mean, if you put your beauty in, a, in the guy's hands, I guess. Because I don't really mind if guys like me or don't like me. I mean in a sense like do you know what i mean like I, I don't put my beauty in in terms of like if a guy likes me or not however i would like my boobs to be smaller only because it's actually painful they're heavy back pain back pain so if they weren't heavy i'd manage i am managing like i've lived with them my whole life but yeah mm -hmm. i would if you see me i'm not saying i'll never get surgery because i might get my boobs done but i wouldn't get my ass bigger <laughs> or like hips or um bbl with the bum thing, what do you sit on when you're recovering? Because turkeys you, like the hot spot plastic Yeah, you sit on them, they're painful, turkey. but you don't sit on them for long. You lie on your front, no? you know? but you can sit on them just not for long. So when you're on your flight back, you are, if you, after seven days you're clear to sit on it, but just not for long. When you get off, you know, you just lie on your front and stuff like that. But if you get your stomach done and your ass done, which a lot of these girls do, it's really painful because you're just, you're just dealing with the pain all around. Do you know what? Turkey yeah. is the plastic surgery, I feel like, hotspot for people in the UK because people are going to get like dental work done there. Yeah, because um, it's cheap. What's, really? that, what's that thing called? Veneers. Yeah. Veneers, where they, they fire down your teeth, isn't it? And then, do, yeah. This sounds painful. I can't. Because, like, the BBLs and stuff are like 3,500 in Turkey, whereas here it'd be like 8 grand to 11 grand to 12 grand. So it's cheap. So people go to Turkey. That's a deposit for a house. People snake. are getting like hair yeah. transplants as well, which I find really interesting. I know. <laughs> mm. Men and women. Men Listen, and women. if your hair is women going, allow it. Mm. Just allow it. Let it go. I think if people have really embraced short hair these days than they ever would in the past. I think it's fine. Let your hair go. It's the thing is what they're doing with um, what is her facial wigs? Is, is that is that that's a thing, isn't it? If though? your ha facial hair is not growing, allow it. Just <laughs> I've seen man weave. There's if you go yeah. on YouTube, you can Google it. Men are getting weaves done. They will glue a little uh, what's it called a closure onto a man's head and style it. There, men are very talented hairstylists. Well. I was shocked <laughs> to see men with weaves. Like, men wow. are talented. Are you joking with the hair? Are you the kidding? Absolutely.
that I transform videos and I'm like magicians we forget a lot of the time that men are very like attached to their hair as well so balding for them can be quite traumatic and I know but I think it's cute it's fine like just let it do you go. like do you like a bald head does it, does it yeah I don't mind a bald head because like yeah, I've, I've seen guys, I know guys who have no hair, who've lost their hair when they were 17, who's lost their hair recently, and they've just gone bald. I and I know that it's high I maintenance, think. but it's fine. Some men can really rock the bald look really well. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've seen a man, I mean, I haven't been seen a man I'm attracted to with bald head, but I'm rarely attracted to people, so that's not to say that I'm not interested in bald people. But in general, bald people are beautiful. I don't know if bald people is like my thing. And even bald women, or oh, when I see girls like cut their hair short and like they have like the oh, most yeah. beautiful face, you can see their whole face. I think short hair is really acceptable. If you want to go bald, man or woman, let it go. I would shave my I head. I don't know if, if I've got the head shape for it. To. I've always wondered. I feel like I've got a, um, you know, the little alien from American Dad, the gray alien. Is it? <laughs> oh, stop it. I feel like my head is shaped like that. So I just feel like often it all would just be too much. <laughs> I think it could suit you, you know. Uh, maybe one day i wish i was more spontaneous but rosaline since you've known me how how has my hair changed it's always looked the exact same it's i always, always ask always long always the same <laughs> yeah that's you i've shaved my hair short twice but i've never gone like skinhead bald i don't yeah. think i can go that far some people can really rock it but i just the quarantine experience, obviously, I did go natural for about maybe six or seven weeks. Mm -hmm. That's not too shabby. And it just, I'd say like the first month was absolutely amazing, was perfect. And, but it's just tiring and it's a lot of maintenance. Like I would have to it is constantly be putting yeah. like twist out stuff in or like Cantu deep intense moisturizer and twisting and then untwisting and... It was just a lot. Yeah. Can you see this right now? Like, Your hair this looks is... like super thick and super healthy, but... Yeah, it does. My arms would be hurting Because and... my mum was asking me earlier when she was like, oh, do I want to like put like a texturize in it and everything? And I'm like, I'm trying to be as natural as possible yeah. with anything extra annoying. But yeah. I can't complain because I am blessed with my hair in all honesty. You so. are blessed with your hair. Your hair is actually quite beautiful. You did some but, really nice braids, I swear, at one point during quarantine. Yeah, she does she does really nice braids. She does really nice braids. Like you have you have had really nice braids. I think that's us now because we've been speaking for nearly two hours. Um thank Ooh, you wow. guys for listening. Thank I you know. for coming on. I think we've talked about so many things. Like we have to have you on again basically I like, hope so. I there's so much to. more to speak about um if anyone would like to follow my website yes plug plug www.ebbyonline.com it's e-b-b-y online.com and my instagram is eben felicity hargrave e-b-u-m felicity h-a-r-g-r-a-v-e and if you anyone ever wants to write anything from my blog or has any interesting ideas, please feel free to message me because I love to like please help other yeah. women and I don't know, let's just get creative. Like I'm I'm down. So Yeah. Thank you. Right. So you guys try right. to like, follow, subscribe, do it all. Like, follow, yes, do everything. Thank we'll you all for listening. Link as well to Thank you. little blog as well. Do check her out. Absolutely. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. Oh, bye. Bye bye. 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 Yes. That's how I.
Say bye. See you later. Next week. Bye. See you next Thursday. Bye. Bye.